that your crawler voice? My crawler's voice. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the Spooky Succubus cast. My name is Abby, and I'm tired. And I'm Rebecca, and I'm also tired. So <laughs> it's going to be a great time. So we're ra- doing a rare um, afternoon, middle of the afternoon morning for Rebecca recording. So instead of wine, we both have coffee because it's uh, the day after daylight savings time. And I feel like I was run over by an 18-wheeler. Which <laughs> is just what? another reason. Yeah, like daylight savings time is fucking stupid. You heard it here f- her- first. I like fucking Ed Markey, our angelic senator here in Massachusetts, is trying to get rid of it. Right, yeah. My mom's uh, a Kennedy, a Kennedophile. I don't know what you call it, but. Since she might be listening, I think it's best we just move on we'll from move that. On. <laughs> um, so she has some strong spooky... feelings about Ed Markey. About Ed Markey. Yeah. Ed Markey is an angel, and I love him. Uh, so this is the Spooky Succubus cast. We're an anti-racist, anti-capitalist, socialist, feminist podcast about horror movies. Uh, and the movie we're talking about today really hates women, so I'm excited. We're talking I about know. The Descent. <laughs> it's just another... Okay, we're... Uh, it's just another reason why representation isn't everything, right? Just because women are on screen doesn't mean women are fairly represented or treated well i have a lot to say it's pretty awful um maybe just like we didn't need this movie about a traumatized white woman escaping a cave made by a white man i don't know did we need it do we need it i um i do love this. i like this movie it's scary it's really (laughs) scary it is really scary uh and it's like fun but yeah like Talk about othering the, like, vaguely ethnic, only vaguely ethnic woman. Yeah, seriously. She's the bad one, of course. They couldn't have been more obvious about it. It was pretty gross. It's horrendous. Also, I'm just, like, Um, so tired of the plots of movies hinging on, like, women or non-binary trauma. Like, I don't... Do we have to just, like, traumatize women to put them in movies and let them be in leading roles? It's like this. Yeah, because otherwise we wouldn't care about her. It's like this weird like tax you have to pay. Like, oh, well, if you want us to make a movie about women, they're going to have to have a dead relative first. (laughs) (laughs) Parent, child, something. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, man. So it's, yeah, also directed by a man, Neil Marshall. He sounds like a very British, British man. Yeah, we'll get into the British UK versions. Oh my god, I didn't even know that until later I, on. I went to um, scholarly journal Wikipedia. <laughs> I was like, "What?" But we'll get into our it. favorite source. Okay, all right. Are we ready? Rebecca's uh, Rebecca's in. doing the plot today. Um, it's my fault. Sorry. It's not your fault. I just like no. It's my fault. How bad this is going to be. Oh so no, I'm it'll be fun. Early, but I do want to say I think we should stop or t- at least take a break from underground movies for a while. I was really cro- the whole time. I was like, "Why are you doing this? Like, no one is paying you. Like, no, this there's no reason for you to be in this cave. I don't get out. They needed to colonize it. Duh. <laughs> they had to put their name on it. Um, I just don't see like okay, so your name's on a cave. Who cares? Honestly, when they got into that first passage, I was like, "Why would you voluntarily do this? Go the other direction. Like this is not good." Nope, nope, yeah, nope. yeah, yeah. Like okay, I could see descending into a big hole because then you at least you see like the way out. You know the way you came down. Yeah, but don't crawl through a hole. There's no reason. No. And I mean, I'm sure like people that actually hike and go whitewater rafting and go in caves and shit were horrified by this because it's so irresponsible. Right. Uh, I I also have a really scary story about caves. So, but we can tell that at the. I'm excited. At the, but what happens the in conclusion. the conclusion? What happens in this movie, though? I can't wait okay. to find out. I didn't just watch it. Me neither. I didn't I actually just hit pause on Hulu. <laughs> I actually did watch this two days in advance. Like a little angel, I cleaned my apartment on Saturday and then I watched it and took my little notes. It was really amazing. But 
Uh, somehow I'm already behind on everything else I have to do this week. So, <laughs> you know, we can't be perfect. Can't all uh, have Capitalism everything. is a hellscape. True okay. enough. It's a cave that none of us will ever escape from. Um, yeah, but I was going to say at least there aren't terrible crawlers, but I think there are like there the are. equivalent of that. Yeah. We're all being pursu- pursued by white men. Um, so. Very white. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we open on three women whitewater rafting and having a great time. The cuts are short and there is slightly ominous overtone, but nothing sinister occurs. On the shoreline, watching and cheering is the partner and daughter of one of the women, Sarah. They get to the smooth part of the river and Sarah pushes Juno out of the raft, but in a joking way. Uh, The husband, Paul, goes to help Juno out while Sarah rushes to hug her daughter, Jessica. There's some sexual tension between the between Paul and Juno, and the third woman, Beth, notices. Sarah leaves with her family, and Juno and Beth finish packing up. They say they'll meet each other at the hotel. On the drive, Sarah and Jessica discuss the little girl's upcoming birthday, and Paul is distracted when Sarah asks him if he's okay. Their car drifts into the other lane, and they hit head-on with another car that is carrying metal poles... For some reason. I think it's copper piping. Right, but it's a little car. It's not like a truck. I think it's they like call a, it a, a lorry. Little... It's a lorry. Um, yeah, but it was definitely pol- some Final Destination shit. Yeah, I also like their impact wasn't, I don't know, anything about We don't anything, need to get but into it. It doesn't seem like the poles would go through the windshield straight to the backseat. I don't think that there saying. would be enough force for that kind of like impaling, but uh, the movie has to traumatize the woman. So, you know, you got to make it work. on this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so the poles go through the windshield and kill Jessica and Paul. Sarah wakes up in the hospital, takes off all, takes off her tubes, is calling out for Jessica, um, running down the hallway as the lights turn off. Um, she runs straight into Beth's arms. Uh, Beth tells her that Jessica died and she's gone. They ca- collapse to the floor and everyone's crying, including me. Uh, I didn't fade cry. to black. Oh, I cried. I'm dead. I'm dead very inside. easily. See, <laughs> I, Caesar showed me a picture of this um, sanctuary farm for injured animals, and there was a there was a dwarf cow who couldn't use her back legs and she's so cute oh my okay, god so i cried Sherry then Moon too. zombie i can't all i want to do is run an animal sanctuary i'm googling honestly. dwarf I'd... cow she had a little roller cart and it was oh that's I... so darn cute oh fucking heartstrings okay dude. yes everybody google dwarf cow mini cows are I... really really cute i can't um so uh, fade to black title card. A car drives along a windy tree-lined road. Beth is driving Sarah, and they pass uh, the sign for Chattanooga National Park. They arrive at a cabin, and or a set of cabins, like two cabins. I don't even know, by... because somehow Juno is like kind of staying in a different cabin by herself, maybe? Right. And then, yeah, they're like all in different rooms. Um, uh, but they're greeted by Juno, and there are two friends three friends there as well. Becca and Sam are sisters, and then Holly is Juno's protege, and she's like an adventure junkie, adrenaline junkie. Uh, Holly and Sam discuss Borum calves, but Holly says it's for Taurus, and Juno reassures her that it'll be a great time. Sarah's still having nightmares, um, and we see a flash of Sarah's daughter, Jessica, blowing out candles on, like, a black background, foreshadowing for things to come. The next morning, Juno is running and wakes up all these hungover ladies. They take a fun group photo and then drive to the caverns. Sarah leaves the keys in the overhead shade, and Juno leaves the map, map book to the Borum Caverns. Pointedly. Pointedly. Don't do it. Very bad, yeah. Uh, they, re- they reach a big hole, and Juno says... Uh, this is it, but they all the rest of the women have their reservations. Juno descends first and directs the women who should follow. At the bottom, it's beautiful, and all the women take their time waiting for everyone and looking around. Sarah sees some bloody scratch marks. That's when you turn um, around. Isn't, isn't uh, perturbed doesn't by tell it for, anyone, like, no reason. Doesn't seem concerned. <laughs> They're very, very clearly human, but she's like, what could it be? 
I think, yeah, no, I think that's when my spidey sense would have gone up and I would have been like, get me out of here. She puts her hands up, like, and perfectly lines She's up like, with the seems scratch Seems like fingers, yeah. <laughs> Girl, get out. Um, and, but then she's immediately scared by bats. It's a um, lot of bats. Which are not as scary as, as okay, so, bloody finger. Yeah, bats. no, bats aren't that scary individually. But I think if you were just sort of, like, in a rush of bats that way, it would be pretty disorienting. You, I don't, you're, it's like the flapping that I think would probably get you. Because you don't like the flapping. I don't love the flapping. And they have the little, yeah. like, finger claws that are really sharp. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're kind of cute. But they're I like fingers would on not the have, end of their wings. They're kind of cute. But I wouldn't have even gotten rushed by bats because I would have been like, bloody claw marks, I'm going home. Everybody, look at this. We should go back. And then they would have gone back up and either gone to the boring caverns or just, like, go have a beer somewhere. You don't need this. Don't I, need this. I admire them, but also... I would live through this because I wouldn't go underground. Yeah. I've seen Planet I mean, Earth. Do you remember? <laughs> There's probably s- the segment how obsessed in- everyone was with Planet Well, yeah, Earth. that, but also I also was obsessed. I have it on DVD. I have DVDs too, Rebecca. So does Caesar. <laughs> Caesar has Planet Earth on DVD. But there was the section, the cave section, and there were people that were exploring underground caves or underground, underwater caves. And they were like, they have to be really careful going through the some of the like tighter passages because their oxygen tanks can get punctured by the cave walls. And then you just mm. drown in like a hole that is like one inch bigger than your body. And I just don't see a reason to do that. We don't need to know what's under there. You don't, we don't need to know. It's not for us. Right. People can't breathe underwater. They can't, like, it's, there's reasons, right? You don't see fucking goats, like, trying to get into tiny caves they don't belong into. Like, no, they just, they stand on fences or whatever, and they're like, I like being up high, and I'm satisfied with that. I'm a goat. And yet humans just can't leave shit alone. Can't leave well enough alone. Um, so especially these humans we're talking about right here. Um, but especially the brown lady, especially Juno, she's bad because she's vaguely brown. Um, they all go down this quote pipe that's a narrow passage that leads to a big opening. Um, they can only see with their flares and their headlamps, flashlight, flashlights. Sarah begins exploring around and is spooked by Juno. Uh, and she because she kind of sees like the like a figure or something, um, and then is spooked by Juno. They take a break to eat, and Juno apologizes to Sarah for not staying around longer after the accident that killed Paul and Jessica. Sarah says she's found the next passage, and it's very small, and Becca remarks that this isn't how it seemed in the book. Yeah, Becca, you're not wrong. Becca's, yeah, she's she has been hesitant since the beginning. Uh, also, Holly goes first. you guys, you're supposed to be like top-notch adventurers like you didn't eat before you left the cabin you're eating five minutes into this i mean i guess they're only eating they're also only eating apples it's like not anything like super substantial but it's because they're ladies you know yeah they're gonna bring a turkey sandwich down there yeah they probably have their periods (laughs) (laughs) i'm so bloated i can't fit i need my apple um so Holly goes first through this teeny tiny passage. They all follow, but Sarah gets stuck and starts panicking. Um, Beth goes back for her and they breathe together and she says a very funny joke. This is kind of cute. How do you give a lemon an orgasm? Do you remember? Uh, I remember the joke, but I don't remember the punchline. You tickle it citrus. That's pretty cute. Um, also, I was like... As above, so below basically did this shot for shot, but fine. I was going to say, like, like, wow, talk about stealing. Straight up stole a lot of the shots from this movie. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Which was a pretty well-known movie. Like, I think it did really well. It was pretty big, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they did a descent, too, even though it it was pretty well closed at the end of this thing. Um, Uh, Yeah, I read a little bit about the descent, too, and um, some of the, like, theories of this all being a hallucination and i was like okay like maybe we don't need to project that kind of like sexism and hysterical female stereotype on this movie but i guess we're going to great it's too late 
Uh, it's all a dream. We're all living in a dream. What's reality? Uh, so let's see. So she tells her this joke, um, and then they start to hear rumbling in the passage, and then Beth says they have to move, so they start going really fast, and just as she gets her out, the hole closes. Um, we see another vision of Jessica and her cake. They get Sarah out just in time. And Becca says it's finally time to check the book because they're fucked because their passage just closed. And Juno confesses that she left it. Um, Beth says they put in a flight plan uh, to tell them, like, whoever, where they are. Um, that And if they don't report back, someone will come looking for them. And then Becca says she put it in for Borum, Ca- Borum Caves, which is not where they are. Um, and then Juno says that she wanted them, that it's... The Borum Caverns are for tourists, and she wanted them to discover this new system that no one's ever been in before together. Um, Beth brings up Juno leaving after the accident again and is concerned for Sarah. Uh, They basically all hate Juno, and she's the worst. Uh, Juno says they have to keep going because if they stay here, they're going to die. They head down another passage that leads to a long drop. They have to hook along the ceiling to get across. Um, and Becca has to go first so she can put the hooks for the rope in. Uh, she has unbelievable arm strength. This just made like, me acutely aware of how much I would die if I was there. I would be. I, I would, would be absolutely dead. be dead. <laughs> I couldn't even hold. I couldn't even do one hold. Like I, I can't hold no, my body. Are up. you kidding what? me? Uh, yeah, it was like very visceral and intense. I actually really liked watching the scene because they didn't put music over it or anything it's just her like literally screaming and putting these whole holds up and i was like right. well that wouldn't happen to me because i wouldn't go underground so i wouldn't need that much arm strength <laughs> but but kudos. she's grunting yeah. for her life yeah um and then as she's going putting these hooks in uh she seeds an old style hooks hook and she hooks her carabiner into it she gets all the way across and then the women throw a rope to and the others are allowed to pass pretty quickly. Um, Juno goes last because she has to take the hooks back out. Um, She's hanging by one arm. She slips, and then the rope falls, and it slips through Becca's hand and severs it really deeply. Again, Uh, as above, so below, stole it. So stole it. So stole Um, it. And didn't do it as well, honestly. Uh, Juno hits the wall, uh, but they are able to pull her up. They discuss the old hook, and Juno says that the equipment is at least 100 years old, and if anyone made it out, they would have named the system already. Beth finds cave drawings, and Juno is like, shut the fuck up, let's just keep going. Um, Which is kind of funny, because it's like a huge anthropological discovery, but okay, Juno. Right, sure. Um, So they light a flare, and then Beth points out that it's a drawing of the cave, and it shows two entrances. In the background, a creature groans and drips from the mouth. In the next opening, Juno takes a lighter to several gaps in the rocks, and one of them slightly blows the flame, which is like, everyone, I don't know. You're like moving it. She's like shaking her hand. Like, I don't even yeah, know how she like, would know where the direction way. from the wind is going. <laughs> yeah. um, so Holly sort of like dives in through the system and is like running. Juno tells her to slow down but she's not listening. She says that she can see daylight, but Juno warns it's not daylight, and we later learn it's phosphorus in the rock. Uh, She slips and is about to fall down a hole. Juno catches her by the wrist but can't hang on. She calls for the others, but Holly falls and smashes rocks on the way down. She's alive, but she's got a compound break in her leg. Ooh, I don't like looking at it. It's nasty. Um, All the women get down, and Sam, who's in medical school, takes over, and they rig up a splint. Uh, Sarah hears hears Jessica's giggle and follows the sound. She finds an old-style hard hat and then hears growling. She sees a crouching white figure, sort of humanoid figure, and then Juno comes up behind her and says she's just seeing things. Um... Holly's leg is wrapped up, but she's able to keep moving. As they go, they crawl over bones and find themselves in a big feeding sort of pit. Uh, they use the infrared light on the camcorder to see because they have to conserve the battery lights on their flashlights and their camera headlights. Um, Juno is unable to determine which way to go, and they all start to panic. The camcorder pans, and we see another figure behind Beth. They all scream, and it scurries away and dives into the water. 
Juno lights a fire and the creature groans and screeches and circles them. They all start running in different directions. Beth, Beth tries to catch up to Sarah, but Sarah slips and hits her head. Holly and Juno are attacked by two creatures and one rips out Holly's throat and takes her body from Juno, who attacks back and wrestles with one of them before stabbing it to death with this, like, cave tool. Yeah. She thinks she... I was like, pointy thing. Yeah. Pointy this fucking thing pointy for cave. stake thing. Yeah. Cave tool. Uh, she thinks she hears another one behind her and swings the tool before looking and accidentally punctures Beth right through the throat. Uh, she's in shock and leaves Beth dying alone. She's calling out for her. Uh, Becca and Sam are in a passage and are un- unknowingly stalked by another creature. Sarah comes to and using the camcorder sees she is surrounded by human bones. The creatures throw Holly's body in the pit and begin eating her. Sarah is silent and they don't see her. Becca and Sam hide in this like little rock crevice. Um, one of the creatures gets very close to um, to Sarah, but she realizes that it's blind and is distracted when it hears Juno crying out. Uh, the same happens to Sam and Becca. The creature gets close to them but can't see them. They almost get got when Sam's watch goes off, but she casts it off in time, and it's once again distracted by Juno's cries. Sam and Becca remark that all the creatures will be on her, and they're just glad it isn't them. They turn into pretty vicious. Uh, they don't give a shit about anybody else. Yeah, they're, like, ready to leave Sarah behind. They're like, fuck yeah. you, Juno. But, I mean, <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. They're, yeah, they're in the in the flight mode. Sam, uh, Sarah takes items off Holly's body, a knife, some fabric, and a carabiner, and starts a fire very impressively. I don't know, like... They're outdoor how. ladies, Okay. They're outdoor ladies, outdoor women, doing it for themselves. Juno finally realizes the creatures are blind, but seems determined to kill them. They, like, all turn into these, like, warriors at some point. Sam and Becca leave their hiding spot, but Becca encounters a creature and tells Sam to run for it. Juno catches up in time and kills the creature. She tells them they took Holly and Beth is dead, but doesn't elaborate. Sam says they use sound to hunt like a bat. Um... And then Juno says that if they're hunting on the surface and bringing their food down here, there must be a way out. She tells them about the markings left by the last cavers, these like little chalk arrows that I don't think would have survived 100 years, but what do I know? Um, and But she's not going to leave the cave without Sarah. Sarah finds Beth under a bunch of remains, and she's half eaten but can still talk. Uh, she warns Sarah that it's Juno who did this to her. Beth gives her the neck the necklace that she pulled off Juno as she died as she was dying as she killed her uh, and says it's from Paul. It's a feather with the inscription love each day, which is something Paul used to say. Sarah tries to take Beth, but she begs her to kill her and then she hits her with a rock and then is immediately attacked by a creature because she's making a bunch of noise. Um, she kills it and then a, f- a creature with boobs comes up. Oh my God, to I cannot dead companion. <laughs> It has hair and whimpers. And boobs, yeah. <laughs> Long hair and boobs. Um, the only one we see. And the female cre- creature then pursues Sarah. They fall into a blood pit. And then Sarah manage- manages to stab them in the eye with a bone. She hears another creature but stays still. It crawls over her. And then she kills it with a different, with a femur bone bones, this time. Bones, bones, yeah. Bones. Bam, bam, bam. Um, she's all covered in blood and holding a fire stick. This is she's basically like where she turns now. like feral badass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Becca wants to leave without Sarah, but Juno is still looking. Juno sees about ten creatures and thinks screaming is a good idea. So she tells them all to run. Stan- Sam... Uh, has raced ahead and she's standing on the edge of another big drop and she decides to hang across and try to like hook across the way they did the first time. Juno and Becca catch up and beg her to come back. A creature crawls along the ceiling and rips her throat out, but she manages to stab it and it falls in the water. The creature comes up behind Becca and a bunch of them eat her alive. Juno jumps down and falls into the water. The half-dead creature is still there and then she kills it um, and is eventually and then able to scale this wall right, back up right. to the top she she's able to she's saved by sarah all covered in blood uh sarah asks about becca and sam she says they're dead and then she asks about beth and juno lies and says she saw her die uh the two this not a um, good frond no uh 
The two try to look for a way out, encounter more creatures. They fight with them, and both Sarah and Beth get their good kills in. Sarah bites one of them and then gouges its eyes out. Yeesh. Yeah, it was pretty gross. Uh, it was pr- yeah, visceral. Uh, Sarah then picks up one of the axes and holds it and the necklace in her hand so that Juno can see it. It's very threatening. Um, they hear the creatures screech, and Sarah stabs Juno in the leg before running off and leaving her to be eaten. Juno pulls the stake out and prepares to take on all the creatures. Sarah falls down another narrow pit and accidentally finds the way out. She crawls up a slope of bones as triumphant music plays. She makes it to daylight, crawls out, runs to the car, starts it up. She's wild-eyed and frantic, and she drives away, pulling off to the side of the road to sob. A semi-horn blares. She pukes out the side of the window, and then when she pulls back in, she sees the ghost of Juno next to her which is the end of the U.S. version, but in the U.K. version, which is the first version that I saw. I never I saw, saw it. No, I never saw it. So the, she still sees the apparition of Juno, but that snaps her into another vision of Jessica and her birthday cake, and then she wakes up, and she's in the cave where she last fell down, and you can see um, the light is just from a torch, and then you can hear all the creatures screeching in the background, and that's how it ends. It's a lot. It's yeah. It's a darker ending, more ambiguous. But I, I would have preferred it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the end. The end. Fin. Oh my gosh! Good job, Rebecca. Good job. Thank you. Was I felt speedy? I thought it was going to take me a while. Yeah, like truly, not that much happens. Nothing happens. Um. There's yeah, like people get attacked and they fall and they get attacked more and they're like "Ah, they all die. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of women names, so there's a lot to, to yeah. keep track of. So. I feel like they're all just lady names. Yeah. Except for Juno. Ladies. <laughs> who is Juno, of course. Set she's apart, the other. Of course, the other. Um, so there are a lot of themes of othering in this movie. Of course, uh there this movie hinges on the sort of inherent female competition. Uh, so Juno Ugh. obviously is the only woman of color in the group and she's the most headstrong and pointedly betrays Sarah and puts them in danger, which is racist. Uh, this movie's racist. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't think it's subtle. I don't know how that was allowed. Um, but I guess 2005 and also now. And also now, yeah, I was going to say, I don't know that many people would be like, oh, there's all these blonde Scottish and Irish and English women, and then there's one woman who is vaguely, I think the actress Natalie... Mendoza, I think? Natalie Mendoza was born in, she's Filipino, like of Filipino descent, but she was born in Hong Kong, so she has like... You know, she's she's of multiple ethnicities and nationalities, but right. um, I don't know so, how she identifies. I don't know Natalie personally, but call she's, us Natalie. So yes, it's super. Her appearance is more ethnic than the white ladies in this movie. It's super racist and othering that she is the only woman of color, and she is demonized for putting them in danger by having this sort of like insane hubris and also she Mm -hmm. is pointedly the one that is sleeping with Paul the partner and she's basically the only one uh indicted in that because Paul dies and is Mm -hmm. able to escape reprimand by just being dead uh so then all of Sarah's rage has to come down on Juno which is racist and also sexist uh and also internalized Mm -hmm. misogyny so that kind of sucks and uh it sucks that Sarah only becomes, like, empowered and is able to sort of, like, deal with her grief and become um, strong when she finds out that Juno is, like, this source of uh, ire for her because Juno has cheated her and, like, lied to her, basically. Uh, So that's gross. It was gross. I hate it. It was really gross. I also think, like, like, stabbing your friend in the leg and leaving her for dead is a really really going to leave her there? Yeah. For, like, yes, she, like, had sex with your husband, and that's not a good thing to do, but is it a death sentence? No. Like, And why are you empowered to, like, decide the fate of a woman of color, who also is a longtime friend? Like, I wouldn't kill anyone over that. It's just a white guy, you know? It's just some fucking guy. Yeah. I don't, like, I wouldn't want to be your friend anymore, but I wouldn't, also wouldn't want you I don't dead. think I would leave her for dead, yeah. 
I don't think that that was. Uh, and it also is like we're supposed to identify with Sarah and validate what Sarah has done because she's like our hero and Juno is kind of our anti-hero. Uh, it's really bad. It's really damaging. It's really damaging. And also, like, if you're in this cave being pursued by humanoid creatures who developed their, like, whole, like, to live in this cave, like, fucking forget about the dead husband and just get your asses out of there. Like, you probably could have done it if you didn't leave your friend for dead. I don't, you could, you were both pretty good at killing them. And it's just not really a nuanced portrayal of a female relationship. I mean, none of them are. Like, there's this binary, right, where Juno is bad and Beth is good. And they sort of complete this triangle and they're, like, around Sarah. So Sarah's above reproach because she's experienced this trauma. Beth is a good support system for her. And then Juno's the bad part. And that's just really an oversimplification of what grief looks like and what female relationships look like. And that, like, their, her, Juno's motivation for everything is her ego, which is something that they talk about. It's just, like, really? But like, also, that seems like something that a man would do. Also, I don't know. she's allowed to exist that way. That doesn't mean that she should die, right? Like, she obviously was really irresponsible and reckless and put her friends right. in danger and should have been transparent about that. But also, it's not a death sentence or a reason to hate someone because they're driven by their own, like, wants and needs. It's just a little bit right. of an overreaction on the movie's part. To kill them, yeah. I don't, I just, uh, bummer. Bummer Big city old for Juno. Bummer. And I, I liked Juno. I, she was probably the one I liked the most. Although, like, of course, we're, like, Beth is the only, like... She has no other personality except for that she's empathetic and kind. Like she is, and she's a teacher. Like that's all we know about. I her. like so Dr. Like, Sam. She's yeah, you know, she was scared when you're when I would have been scared. She was scared. Yeah, so like no, I know. Uh, another super sexist reading of this movie we mentioned earlier is that. Uh, the crawlers are hallucinations, and the descent actually refers to Sarah's descent into madness, and she is the murderer of all her friends. So this is a theory. This is a theory the I read in an article by a man. Uh, this is from. <laughs> okay, this is from by a man. A new environment for the horror film: The Cave is Negation of Postmodernity and Globalization by Antonio Sana. Uh, So the theory is that Sarah is unable to cope or deal with her grief uh, in the regular world. So she basically represses everything. And then when they are in the bowels of the earth, she feels like safe and secure to unleash it. Uh, And Juno is the last to die because Juno is ostensibly the most hated by Sarah and that the cave Mm. is the ideal place to reenact trauma and it's an unknown sort of dark place where we're forced to confront our intimate fears this article also you're gonna love this I don't love it (laughs) you're gonna be upset Mm. um this cave or this cave this article also likens the movie to a gothic era fiction novel uh Mm. and There's a critic named George E. Haggerty that says the hallmark of gothic fiction is the anxiety of a victimized female, the incestuous desire of a libidinous male, and the use of the actual physical features of the castle to represent sexual entrapment. So essentially, this entire movie is just a reimagining of a disgusting sexist trope from the gothic era and the gothic horror novel. Uh. Uh, So in that reading, which is really sexist, basically, um, Sarah is victimized uh, and able to take agency in her own life. So she has to essentially, like, take out this emotion that is you know overcoming for her like too much for her to manage on her friends by murdering them in a cave um so i think it's pretty problematic i don't know what you think Uh, (laughs) yeah that's very problematic is that like yeah women can't seek out therapy or or prescription drugs or whatever or also that you're prescription drugs to like handle themselves your life absolutely ends when you lose your partner like you lose your Identity and agency. Yeah, if, you, if you lose and your, your, your and your cis motherhood, male partner and your motherhood, right? Yeah, is that women are only wives and mothers, and without that, they'll go insane. 
So um, all in all, it, female independent free, female friends. As far as the feminism, also basically it's anti-feminism in this movie. It's poorly done. It's racist. It's not nuanced, uh, and it's just a white dude in 2005 basically regurgitating what a white dude in like 1870 had to say (laughs) so nothing groundbreaking there (laughs) right and i just like all this like i don't know like women who are cavers so that means they're feminists and like but they're not very good to their friends and and holly's like oh this is like stupid and like it's not scary enough or like you know, interesting tourists. enough is for tourists. I'm like, I don't need that character. I don't need that archetype. I don't really need any of these archetypes. She's got short hair and an earring. I think and she has an eyebrow ring even. That crazy is it an Holly. And she's like, wow. she says shite and she has eye makeup on. Wow. What a rebel. To go caving. Um, I, yeah. And like none of the characters really have. We know their professions. Um, and we know that uh, two of them are sisters, and then one, the older sister babies the younger sister, and that, and has to be the mother to her. And that what is Sarah's uh, profession? Sarah, Do we ever learn anything about her life? Wife and mother. Yeah, that was that's her kind profession. of it. Well, seriously. And then Juno loves caves and has a big ego. Yeah, Juno likes to do stuff. She's you know she's doing stuff. She's driving a truck. She's doing it. They're. With ropes on the front. So she's hardcore. She is hardcore. Um, so I would also argue that this movie is pretty xenophobic. Um, because... Bum, bum, bum. Bum, 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 because um, it also in this article by Antonio Sana, they talk about um, the crawlers as being a reflection of evil uh, being resident inside of the individual. So we kind of essentially see the evil inside of ourselves when we see the crawlers and we react poorly because they are not something that's like understandable to our eye which i think is Mm. really reductive and shitty uh and i also think it's xenophobic because uh these are early primal humanoids that have a different evolutionary pattern and that's equated to evil Mm -hmm. just because right like we're back on the food chain which is where we always have been um Mm-hmm. So I think it others the creatures and it's sort of like unimaginable, unimaginable that we could ever have that kind of like evil or primal like prey drive inside of ourselves. But it's like we do like they're the same as us. They just evolved in a cave and we evolved not in a cave like that's you can't other them to that extent. Not in a cave. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's all it's like it's also the they like sort of hinted us as like at Sarah being sort of reverting back to her primal quote primal nature when she's like murdering them and gouging their eyes out and wiping the goop on her jeans and like holding the fire there sure is a lot of goop in this movie there's a lot of goop um but i also don't know that like if these humanoid this other link in the chain this like offshoot of humans were to develop in this cave their immediate instinct would be to murder any other humanoid creature they came across is like i don't think that they would have the kind of prey drive they have like that doesn't really make any sense to me they like are the same size as like our developed humans right because they're played by just like actors so like they wouldn't need to be eating several people at a time like one yeah, person, person could sustain like 10 of them you know or like whatever cows were around or deer wherever they're getting the, this food but never from. mini cows well also they ne- murder <laughs> they murder several of the group and just leave them there like they just leave sam's body there they right seemingly murder uh like take rebecca they like kind of eat her alive but holly is just kind of stored for a while and then they like eat her eventually but it just seems like there's this sort of like desire to murder like this sort of streak of like unhinged killing built into this uh, kind of like personality of the crawler, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure they don't have like, they're not evil and they're not like trying right, to they just kill live in people. A cave. They just live in a cave and they need to eat, right? 
Yeah, so that if they needed, if their drive was to eat, they would have been satisfied with just Holly. Why weren't there any baby crawlers or like smaller crawlers? Also, we only see one woman crawler, which I don't, as I said before, I don't appreciate it. And I don't know how they identify, but she had boobs and long hair. Well, right? we have so to... where are the other boobed, titted, long haired, vagina having crawlers? And we have where to they, assume they they're at? reproducing, right? Because they're right. there. They have evolved. Are they holding all the babies? Who made the cave painting? What happened here? Yeah, who made the cave painting? Where they where'd they go? I don't know. Maybe it was one of the uh the like a hundred years ago, the in nineteen oh five, whoever came in was like, Let me draw this painting real quick. I gotta get I gotta That get was this the going. most like specious and ridiculous part of this movie because I'm like, are you saying like they made the crawlers made the cave painting? Early humans made it? Like early humans were more evolved than the humanoid the creatures crawlers? we see now? I mean I don't know. Right. Or those early humans found a way out of the cave and never came back, but not all of them. Some of them stayed, and then they turned crazy and evil, and they don't, you know, I don't... There's probably some base offense to indigenous cultures built in here somewhere. Yeah. I don't... I don't... And they're pale because they're... They don't see the sunlight, but they do go out and see the sunlight, but then they just steal animals and come back. They're buff as fuck, though. It's Ooh. probably really ableist to yeah they are buff because they're blind, right? So I don't know. It I don't know if that's ableist. That. I don't love it, but it is like. And they use sonar. How are they using sonar? I don't. know. I feel like it's only ableist in contrast to the like hubris and ridiculous sort of like antics of the cavers, the women that come of in. The ladies, so yeah, it's yeah. like they're fine. They're just doing what they do. They're killing whatever people are like prideful enough to come like try to conquer space that doesn't belong to them for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. They are hold on. Wow, colonialism it's strikes again. Seriously everywhere. I'm just Googling crawlers and the descent so I can see how built they are. The even uh even our our Titted crawler, or the lady, the crawler with the boobs. She's like this she's shit. Bad. Like, look she at can move pretty look fast. Look at those thighs, you know. We'll put it on the. We'll put them on the ground. I'll do it. I'll save it right now so I remember. <laughs> that actor was, is like a ballet dancer or something. Oh, really? Like the lean kind of buff. No, that's what. That's my speculation. Oh man, I thought you actually knew. Okay, I'm looking for. I don't actually know anything. Um, the female crawler female crawler i don't i just really it was so annoying and i forgot that that happened i was like really and that crawler had to be sentimental like crying yeah right it was so offensive (sighs) okay lady crawlers didn't turn anything up lady crawlers female bugs crawler with boobs crawler with boobs Uh, um this is probably a good use of everyone's time right how many, how many like unwitting tennis, Tennesseans, Tennessee like came across this cavern and got eaten? You think like a, a couple hundred? How many people did they have to eat? There were in definitely order to live? the. I have to say, don't Google crawler with boobs. The descent it just gets really weird. Um, uh. <laughs> I think first of all, I thought it was in North Carolina. To be clear. But then we found out it was in Tennessee, Chattanooga. Chattanooga. Uh, probably a lot. I mean, I don't know. If you're even just, like, walking through the woods, it seems like you could have gotten right. a dot. Um, Maybe that's contributing to, like, Bigfoot sightings or something. Oh, but in my uh, fantasy version of this movie, it's just people that are dickheads <laughs> enough to go into the cave and say they want to conquer and name it. They're the only ones that get eaten. I mean, that's kind of what happens here. Only it has to be the woman of color who's the dickhead who wants to put her name on it. Uh, but they just treat her so badly. All of them hate her. Like, pretty much, a, a, like, it's, I yeah, she made a bad decision. It's not good. It was really irresponsible, and she put all her friends in danger. But then, like, it's also It's also reductive to Sarah, like, boiling her down to just yeah. someone that's, like, vengeful and will literally kill someone right. because they fucked her husband. Like, I wouldn't kill someone that fucked Adam. I... 
I wouldn't, I wouldn't let, I would be, I would be, hate that I would person, hate them, but. I'd be really upset, but I'm too lazy to kill someone, and that's really what the bottom line is. We've talked about this before, mm-hmm. yeah. I, um, I don't, I couldn't kill anybody, so everyone's in luck here. I, I just, uh, I don't know, everyone dies, and, like, did you really have to sever your friend's leg? No, she's, you're probably both gonna die anyway, so, like, you should just work together, and not been so individualistic, like. Yeah, individualism is a big, American individualism is a big thing in this movie. Uh, Again, like we said, trying to name and claim the cave system. Um, Juno's, like, drive to just sort of, like, be in control of the situation and, like, kind of this perception that she's unique or special and everything will, like, go according to her plan because she's predestined it to go that way. The disappointing thing is this could have been, like, a little bit more nuanced and uh, sophisticated a comment on colonization but instead of doing that they just made a brown woman the villain and made a white lady uh the one that was victimized by the brown woman and that is really irresponsible and nasty nasty yeah uh but i mean it was kind of fun i like the crawlers i would watch a movie about them all day they're screeching that was me as a crawler. You're uh, holding back, I think. I think you've got more in you. Expert. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm tired. So tired. I need another cup of coffee. All right. What else? Anything else? Ah, that was all I had from reading one article. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Uh, spoiler alert. More articles than I read. Oh, I can tell you my scary cave story Yeah, go now. for it, girl. Um, we're, we're short today. We're, we're short. Uh, so this is also why, like, I don't, like, if you want to crawl in a cave, okay, crawl in a cave. But there are, like, so many true crime stories about people dying in caves. Um, this, so, this guy had been, a, what do you call it, a spelunker? I don't know what you call people who dive into caves. They said, okay, so I've heard spelunker, and in this article they call them speleologists. So it's like, speleologists. 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 Speleologist. Spelly, it's the, the scientific spelly speleology is the scientific study of caves and other karst features. I don't even know what that means. But a spelunker is just somebody who goes into. There's a person going in a cave. Yeah. So this guy had been spelunking for a while, and then he stopped. Um, and he and his brother, and I think some friends, went into this cave. And they thought they were going in, um, into like the passageway that they should have been. I forget what it's called, but they accidentally went into this like closed off system. Um, and he got stuck and he was stuck in there for, um, I want to say like two whole days alive, but stuck. And they like sent people in to get him, but the, the system was so small and he, had like tried to get out but he was upside down so his feet were above his head and every time they tried to move him he was in incredible amounts of pain and so they couldn't and he was able to like because he was so close to the entrance he was able to like communicate with his loved ones and they basically just heard him die in this small system cave with his feet above his head he died yeah and they also couldn't get his body out because it was too dangerous for anyone they just left to him get there? him. And so they had to leave him there because if anyone else tried to crawl in and get him, they also would have died. And they almost died. And so they had almost gotten him out, um, but then his, like, backpack slipped. And then he got stuck even farther. And that's, like, the whole, like, feet above the head thing happened. I, it's horrifying. Don't go in caves, you guys. Do not. Don't do it, guys. Oh my that God. is so scary, it's, and I feel for this poor this poor guy and his poor family, and like I don't, I'm not saying it's his fault, but um, no, it's not. It's really deterred me from ever getting into a cave. I'm not gonna, um, you know, shit on anyone that accidentally died in a cave, but I right. what I wouldn't go in a cave because caves are scary. Me personally, um, yeah. So, so the descent isn't far off. It's like being in a cave is scary enough. I don't know. You don't need to add crawlers to it. Yeah, right. I would. It would have been scary just to watch them get lost in there. Yeah, it would kind of be scarier because then it's like 
Because you would but always anyway, be like expecting the movie we got. something to come around the corner, but nothing ever did. It just turns out they were like right. underground going slowly insane. Right. Which is kind of what that thing claims, that article claims, but um, not in a fun way. Womp. All right. Well, do you have anything my else to say? My story's over. That's it. I've told my scary cave story. Your scary story cave story. The, the only benchmarks I have about caves, again, come from uh, planet Earth. But I think that they're actually kind of cool as long as I don't have to go in one of them. Right. And bats, like, Just bats leave it to live the there. And they, and bats. Yeah, bats take a lot of shits. And the guano is, like, really good for the environment. So I'm down for caves. Mm-hmm. I'm down for bats. But uh, people just, you know, be a little bit more respectful. If the cave right. system doesn't have a name, maybe you don't belong in it. Just saying. Yeah, don't go there. So it's March. This month's <laughs> bonus episode will be Dead Silence. Um, my sister-in-law Ariel reminded me that she put in a request for a bonus episode as well, and I forgot. I'm so sorry. So April's <gasps> bonus episode will be I Know What You Did Last Summer. Oh yeah, that's a good Isn't one. Isn't it weird how time is going so slowly but so quickly, and I forget so quickly. everything has like. I remember her telling me that, but I it was erased from my brain immediately, like as soon as she told me that. So I'm sorry, Ariel. I'm sorry. How dare. How very okay, dare. We'll and then Dare Dead Silence will be fun. Oh yeah. A James Wan joint. I learned. I intook information and I learned. You can do it too. Uh and Lee Wanell. And then uh next week we're talking about Shudder, which I've never seen. I'm pretty excited. It's a good it's a good movie. It's, it's a, Thailand, a Thai movie. A movie from Thailand, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm sure we'll have complicated things to say and we'll sound like fucking idiots, but that's and kind of our thing. problematic. Yeah, I'm sure. We're stupid. I don't know. Sorry, guys. I'm not sorry. It. There's nothing wrong If you're with here it. on episode, like, 23 or whatever and you're still listening, you know we're fucking stupid. Like, If you're new, how'd you get here? But welcome. Oh, also, rate and review, guys. Oh, yeah. Rate, review, subscribe. You can find us at um, Instagram at Spooky Succubus underscore cast. She almost couldn't say it, but she got there. I'm proud of you, girl. I almost couldn't say I it because it's never my turn to say it. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, all of our links to all the stuff is there on Instagram. And just, yeah, leave us a nice review if you feel like it. Or a mean one. If not, get out. No, I'm just kidding. No, you can stay, but... If you leave us a mean one, we'll probably post a screenshot of it on Instagram and make fun of yeah, you. Yeah, and I'll so. be like, I'm going to come for you. Um, <laughs> but we're not because we're tired, actually, so we're not coming for you. Actually, I'm really tired. Um, today, I think we should fuck deaths in cave systems. Don't die in a cave system. Um, fuck colonialism. Fuck daylight savings time. I'm so darn tired right now. Fuck colonialism. I don't even have daylight savings times. So I'm just tired. Yeah. And I sent Rebecca like a really crazy text because I forgot what time it was there. And I was like, hello, are we recording? And she was like, okay, (laughs) okay, lady, chill out. (laughs) I was so confused because I was still watching the movie. Um, My bad. No, it's not your fault. It's your time zone and my time zone. (laughs) And everyone's time zone. It's so weird. And yeah, uh, fuck capitalism. Fuck internalized capitalism. Internalized misogyny. You are not your job, people. Don't let it control you. Don't let it make you think that you are supposed to identify in a personal way with the shit you do to make money. You shouldn't. You are not a product and you are not a producer. Just be. You're allowed to just be, you know? Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to add, Bex? No. Okay. Shorty and a sweetie because we're both dead on our feet. Bye. Bye.